to Egypt now where the effects of Russia's invasion in Ukraine are rippling across the Middle Eastern country. Nearly a third of Egyptians live in poverty and dozens of ambassadors, including Australia's, are blaming Moscow for exacerbating the country's food crisis. While Egypt was already struggling before Russia's invasion, inflation continues to soar as the war enters its second year, forcing average Egyptians to decide on a daily basis if they can even afford to buy bread to survive on. Vivian Yee is a New York Times Cairo bureau chief and she joins us now. Vivian, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Can you give us a sense of what life is like for Egyptians trying to to survive at the moment? Well, it's just become worse and worse um, for them over the last year. And uh, I should say, as, as you mentioned before, that life was already pretty tough for lots and lots of Egyptians um, for years prior to the Ukraine war breaking out. Um, and since it has broken out and with the with the continued effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, um, people have really been feeling the pinch. So these days it's a matter of going to the grocery store, loading your basket up with items, going to the cash register, and then realizing, oh, I can't afford you know, half these items. Um, and, and people describe having to put them back and, and just having their blood, feeling their blood boil, um, as they, as they do so. And, and the prices at the, at the cash register being the only topic of conversation and and everyone is just so angry about it. Um, people can't buy new clothing. They have the holy month of Ramadan coming up when people normally stock up for, um, sort of celebratory dinners and and holiday dinners with friends and family or give to the poor normally. Um, This year, there's less of that happening. Um, Even the charity organizations that normally um, hand out boxes of basics to to people for Ramadan are either struggling themselves, you know, the, the organizers are struggling themselves to make ends meet, or they just aren't seeing the volume of donations that would allow them to do so. And so the poor are getting even poorer and unable to afford basics of the Egyptian diet, like meat and eggs. And the middle class is slipping into poverty and even the rich are feeling it. That's pretty intense. Uh, How expensive, okay, give me an example. Is it just a loaf of bread, for example? Well, bread is a bit of a different story because the Egyptian government heavily subsidizes bread. Um, and it, it realizes that this is the fuel that keeps much of the population going. And so it hasn't really wanted to touch um, the cheapness of bread. Uh, what it has done in previous years is reduce the weight of the loaf or the size of the loaf. Um, so you can still get bread pretty cheaply, although there were times last year when it seemed like that might all collapse as the the price of wheat really went up because Egypt imports most of its wheat from Russia and Ukraine, or at least did before the conflict began. Um, But yeah, I mean, anything you can think of is is wildly shooting up in price. Um, And that's public transportation, that's eggs, that's cheese, that's chicken, um, chicken in particular has become very, very difficult and, and expensive to find. And yeah, I mean, it's it's hitting everyone in their, their daily meal budget, basically. 
So Moscow has allowed some Ukrainian ships carrying wheat and other grains to pass Black Sea ports into Cairo. Has that helped in meeting the demand? It has um, sort of lightened the pressure a bit on the country, um, and it's also gone to other countries to import wheat, uh, such as Romania, for instance. They've been importing wheat from places like that. Um, they've been talking about uh, incentivizing farmers to cultivate more wheat and rice um, to produce at home so that they're not so reliant on imports. Um, however, Egypt is just an incredibly import-dependent country. It's not just wheat. Um, it's lots of other things. For example, the, the, the poultry crisis right now with eggs and, and chicken becoming so expensive, that's partly because um, feed for chickens uh, for poultry livestock um, is imported. They don't grow that here. And so that's become much more expensive uh, because of a financial crisis set off by the war and, and by previous mismanagement of the economy. Um, and so, you know, basically everything that's coming into Egypt has become more expensive. Gas has become more expensive. And so you can imagine all of those factor into even locally produced items um, so whether you're buying imported things or locally produced things, everything's just getting more expensive. With the Ukraine war now entering its second year, are things going to get harder for Egyptians? What are the projections? Well, it's definitely going to get harder before it gets better, um, to echo a, a comment by, by your previous guest. Um, the thing is, Egypt has... Uh, steered its economy in a direction that economists and analysts say um, has basically uh, crushed the, the private sector and only empowered um, the military, which owns large swath of the economy um, over the past several years. And the war in Ukraine really crystallized um, those uh, missteps and, and the flaws in the economy. And given that the continued pressures of, um, you know, a, very expensive imported wheat and, and other food materials, uh, the loss of tourists from Russia and Ukraine who used to make up a, a big part of Egyptian tourism revenues um, and other pressures related to the war. Given that those are going to continue and, and Egypt, uh, while it has promised to make reforms um, to its economy, you know, those take a long time to play out. Um, Given the combination of, of those two things, uh, it, it does seem that Egypt will continue to, to feel the pain for a long time yet. Thank you so much for being our guest this morning. Thank you. Vivian Yee is the New York Times Cairo Bureau Chief. You're listening to RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app. Me again, podcasters. I hope you're enjoying our coverage of international affairs on RN Brecky. And if you're looking for more stories that put world events into context, then look for Between the Lines on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.